right um love one in christ jesus we thank the lord for this blessed day this is your pastor and your prophet you do henry appear crown i believe that we are alive by god's grace and we are still kicking by the mercy of god uh i'm here to share very short teachings with you some revelation with you that can help you empower you to walk in power in revelation wisdom so um let's pray together our heavenly father will bless your name abba father speak unto us let this word bring forth life understanding and wisdom and grace to our life in christ jesus name we pray amen right so uh love one in christ jesus once again this is your pastor and your prophet do you do henry appear crown and as usual i'm here to share some wisdom keys with you that can empower you, that can enlighten you, that can uh, revive you to walk in revelation. Uh, I've shared in my previous teachings about um, the spiritual realm, about the anointing, about um, prayer, several mysteries that you can connect on my YouTube channel, Henry Diodu Apiakran, and also on my blog. By God's grace, I have over uh, 50 free books on my blog and over 500 articles on my blog. They are all free. You download them and then read them and share with your loved ones. That's on rockofheaven.com, www.rockofheaven.com. They are free books there. Download and become blessed in the day. So this very hour, I'm going to um, share some wisdom keys with you. It's a general wisdom key that in this life that uh, we rule and we live by wisdom. Mm. That our mind um, is our asset. Our mind um, controls most of the things that we do in this life. So, if you don't have wisdom, you are going to be led astray. And uh, that without wisdom, anybody can destroy you. As the Bible says in Hosea 4 verse 6, that for the lack of knowledge, my people uh, perish. So, it is the lack of knowledge and inadequate knowledge and then ignorance that brings distraction. So, you have to get wisdom. That is why the Bible says in all... Uh, you're getting get wisdom wisdom is the principal term so it's the most the most important the most priority i get in whatever you are searching if you want to do a business you want to start a church you want to start a family if you want to go into marriage you want to start a business whatever you want to do in life you need wisdom to help you start up with this art uh, so um what i'm going to teach you they're all based on the holy bible i just spoke from the holy bible that wisdom is the principal thing so in all your understanding you have to get wisdom you have to apply wisdom you have to seek wisdom because um wisdom is like a light that uh, enlightens your mind that opens your your eyes of understanding that um strengthens you it's like you are in darkness see this world lies in total darkness the bible says that um the gold of this world has blinded them they have eyes they cannot see they have ears they cannot hear because the god of this world satan diabolo the deceiver the liar the thief the murderer he has deceived them because they cannot see but if you have the light of christ inside you have the seed of the holy ghost living inside you then you can't uh, live um a solid life, a victorious life, a, a, a powerful Christian life that can help you sustain your, your spiritual journey. So, without wasting much time, I just want to just break to the word of God in the book of um, Proverbs chapter 14, verses number 30. Proverbs chapter 14, verses number 30. It's a very powerful teaching there. 
Proverbs chapter 14, verse number 30. The Bible says that a sound heart is life of the flesh. Mm. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy the rottenness of the bones. Mm. But envy the rottenness of the bones. So, you see that uh, there are some people who think that because of their anger, because of their bitterness, because of their unforgiveness, because they hold bitterness against somebody, that person is going to suffer their consequence. Child of God, you see, the Bible says that bitterness can rot the bones. Hmm? When you hold anger in you, you open the door for demons to assess you. When, when you allow anger, unholy anger to dwell, anger can be good, it can be bad, depending on how you use it. And even the Bible says that, be ye angry, but sin not. Don't let the sun hate on, on your anger. You so, the reason for your anger, how you react in the anger, and what you use your anger to do has a different understanding, a different connection. Are you getting me? So, how, why did you become angry? What's the cause of the anger? Is the anger justifiable? Is the anger biblical? Is the anger holy? I get it. Because God can also become angry. We were created in the image and after the likeness of God. God can become angry and therefore we can also become angry. A time came that Jesus Christ became angry and then he began to uh, sack people in the synagogue, in the church because they turned the house of God into a market center. And it was a holy anger. And after that one, Christ even healed some people within that same arena. So... You can have a holy anger. This holy anger is used to promote the things of God. For me, for example, I use my anger to pursue God's call upon my life. I don't use my anger on things that do not profit me or profit the kingdom of God. No, <clears throat> I will not do that. I will channel my anger to, to do something that God has called me to do. I will channel my anger to pursue something that seem difficult to me. I will use my anger to, to help to deliver the oppressed because anger is a seed that lives inside. It's like a virtue inside you and if you don't take care, the enemy or the devil can use anger to destroy you and there are many people who couldn't control their anger and they are in, in their prison, they are in psychiatric hospital, they are in their early grave because they couldn't control their anger. So definitely as a human being, somebody will tempt you, somebody will hurt you, somebody will say something bad about you. We live in an imperfect world. We live in a world where people will step on your toe uh, intentionally, unintentionally. People will step on your toe. It is part of life that definitely there are going to be some people who are going, who are going to step on your, toe, on your toe. So you have to get the um, wisdom to know that if you hold anger in your heart, it's like you are trying to take in something that is destroying you inwardly. Are you getting me? You cannot um, uh, put fire in your hand and, and not feel the burning sensation. That's how ungodly anger works. You don't drink a poison and expect somebody to, to die. You don't hold unforgiveness. You don't become bitter against somebody and expect the person to, 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 to just go. You are rather hurting yourself. And uh, we have demons of anger. We have spirit of anger. And Bible says that for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, 
of love and a sound mind. And then, if you don't have a sound mind, it's a spirit. If you have fear, we have different kinds of fear. When you get to my book, the, the mysteries of fear are different. I've written the different types of fear in my book. So you get to understand that uh, anger and bitterness are two siblings together. I get to me. The reason why I am basing on this thing is that anger can be a powerful tool that you can use to build yourself or to do greater things for your life or for God. And the same anger can also destroy you if you don't know how to use it. That is why we have what we call the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And this Holy Spirit, when He comes into your life, what is that? That He He takes away your weakness and He builds His strength in you. He builds the seed of the Holy Ghost inside you. If you are quick-tempered, the Holy Ghost has the seed of patience. We call patience, temperance, mm, that can help you temper, can help you control your anger. Because if you are married, maybe your wife might annoy you, your husband may annoy you, your child may annoy you, your co-workers may annoy you, your friends, even enemies who intentionally annoy you, who criticize you, they will say all kind of bad things against you just to trigger your anger. It is how you, you control the anger that makes you a wise person. So, if you can control your anger when people provoke you, when they say all bad of evil things against you, child of God, you have saved a life. So, learn how to use anger properly. Learn how to control your temper. And how do you do that? You have to have time with the Holy Spirit. Have to have a personal relationship with the Holy Ghost. Have to have time for the Word of God. When let the Word of God enter you, there is power inside the Word of God. It can it can transform. It can build. It can break. It can destabilize every ungodly seed inside you. Because when the seed of God enters you. It demolishes every ungodly seed and it builds the strength of God and the seed of the Holy Spirit inside your inner man. So that is why in First Peter 2 verse 2, the Bible says, As newborn babies, we must desire the sincere milk of the word that we must grow. In Hebrews 4 verse 12, the Bible says that for the word of God is quick, it is sharper than any two-edged sword that pierces to the dividing ascender of the spirit and then the, the marrows and the intent of the heart, of the bone. So, Child of God, get to understand that if you allow anger to rest in you, the Bible says you are a fool. Because the Bible says that anger rests in the bosom of fools. And somebody who cannot control his anger is the most weakest person. Because after all, human beings can provoke you. After all, your siblings, your wife, your, your family members, those around you can provoke, enemies can provoke you. And if you don't have that seed of patience, that seed of temperance, you might end up in the law court, you might end up in the prison, you might end up in, in the hospital, you might end up even in your grave. So you must learn how to, to just leave the place. When people try to provoke you, you just leave the place. Mm? If possible, you leave the place. Don't come near people who provoke you. Just align yourself. You, whatever I'm doing, most often I have time. I praise God. I worship God. I honor God. I relate with the Holy Ghost. I praise God. When I'm doing that, the Holy Ghost builds the seed of God inside. I pray more in the Spirit. I pray more in the Holy Ghost. You see, we have levels of tongues. Hmm? We have levels and diversity of tongues. You can be praying, be singing in tongues. You just praise God, honor God. You just get your earpiece, your, your phone, your tablet, your device. Play music and be dancing, be worshiping God. Then allow the enemy to use the anger to come. Because 
when as soon as you become angry demons get access to your life and demons they are familiar spirit if that as soon as you become angry you open the portal for them to access is that why uh cain could not control his anger and he, he murdered his own brother abel it was true anger out of jealousy that the spirit of murder was able to dominate cain and cain was able to kill his own brother who taught cain how to kill it was the spirit of anger that opened the door for a weaker spirit called the spirit of murder to use cain to kill abel so if you allow anger to grow in you it springs up it becomes a seed of bitterness and that seed of bitterness that in you if you don't take care you are going to get psychotic diseases mental diseases uh, psychosis we have many kind of uh, mental sickness psychosis bipolar disorder schizophrenia. how do you call it uh, phobia uh, how do you call it anxiety this what we call you won't mention it there are many mental sickness out there hmm? so all these things if you don't take care you can become insane because bitterness is a seed it's a seed of the devil bitterness is a seed of satan so you have to flash it out don't allow bitterness to live inside you you can become sick you can become you'll be diagnosed with all kind of incredible sickness because that seed inside you it's not the seed of God. So don't hold bitterness in you. Don't hold unforgiveness in your heart. You just forgive quickly. At least you've also offended somebody before. You're, you are not perfect. You've offended somebody before. If God should have uh, sat upon your wickedness, I believe you know be alive today. So if God have had mercy upon you, to have mercy upon somebody, he offended you. Excuse me. She offended you because he was ignorant of his uh, action jesus said forgive them for they don't know what they do so sometimes people offend because they don't know what they are doing if they knew what they were doing they would stop it so just assume that they are ignorant assume that they, they are in they are in darkness the god of this world is controlling them pray for them just ignore them and then just be focused on what you are doing be focused on what you are doing just relate with the word of god have time for the word of god um because the word of god can transform can build can renew can can strengthen can empower can, can charge you romans 12 verse number two so that and be ye not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewer of the mind so child of god before you can take anger out of you your mind how to renew there are strongholds inside you you have to break all these demonic strongholds through the word of god so that you can become a light unto others so when you get my book on common wisdom keys on common wisdom keys i've written the details on how to control anger in my book title to 777 on common wisdom keys to a successful life i have over 10 to 11 wisdom keys books that can help you practically on how to deal with unforgiveness um my book title is called i think spiritual seeds for life i wrote that book i think three or four years ago spiritual seeds for life on how to forgive people uh, learn to know what they've done for you remember their good deeds they've done for you and uh, it goes in that way so in general anger is a seed that can help you do mighty things or do worse things on how you use it when you use it that connect in that arena so learn in that way now if you go to the book of um i think genesis chapter 39 
verse number 19. Let's read that place. The book of Genesis chapter 39. The book of Genesis chapter 39. The book of Genesis chapter 39. Okay. It's about um the, the lesson of um this man called Joseph and then um Potiphar's wife. And it was a time that um this woman wanted to 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 seduce um uh, this man called Joseph into adultery. Now let's read that place. Um the book of Genesis chapter 39, verses number seven. Book of Genesis 39, verse number 7. The Bible says, And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph, and she said, Lie with me. But he refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master watered not what is with me in the house, and he hath committed all that he hath to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I, neither have he kept back anything from me. Um, but thee, because thou art his wife, how can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? You see, I want to emphasize here the book of Genesis chapter 39 verse number 9. He said that, uh, how, can, how then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Hmm? How can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? You see, uh, if you read the, the, the lesson carefully, it was about a, a man called um, Joseph who was a, a slave, let's say a slave in um, Potiphar's um, house. And this man had a wife, the, the master of the house had a wife and he wanted to seduce Joseph into um, adultery. And uh, he, she tried several times but it couldn't work. And when she was able to, to get Joseph one-on-one, -on -one, Joseph said that, how can I do this great wickedness against God? It's a great wickedness. See the key concept here? Great wickedness. Great wickedness. You see the key concept here? So, the sin of fornication or adultery is a great wickedness in the sight of God. It's like, you don't value the temple of God. You don't respect the temple of God. You don't value the Holy Ghost. And in our time, the Holy Ghost, He lives in the inside of us. Our, our body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. So, anytime you, 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 you open yourself up unto adultery, you are working wickedness. You are trying to suck the Holy Spirit not to reside in you because the, the adultery lifestyle, what is that? That it it defiles you in the realms of the spirit. So you must learn how to maintain your sexual life, your sexual purity. You must learn how to control your sexual life because the Bible says that in our sanctification we must abstain from all forms of fornication. And the Bible says that um, he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. That is 1 Corinthians 6, 17. And the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, 15 that know you know that your bodies are the members of Christ. So shall I then join myself with the harlot and make my members of an harlot? God forbid. So let's understand that 
uh, when you unite with somebody through sex, you are trying to connect with that person in, in a certain way. I get what I mean. If you get my books, The Mysteries of Sexual Purity, The Mysteries of Sex and Purity, The Mysteries, I think, How to Activate the Anointing of Gladness, several books, and then this book titled um, 777 Uncommon Keys to Dominate or to Overcome besetting sin by Diodu Henry Apiakwan. That is my book by God's grace. When you get at that book, those books, I've gone into details about the mysteries of purity, the mysteries of immorality, the mysteries of sex. And you see, if you read the book carefully, the Bible carefully, there, there are several people who lost their, their, their kingdom. They lost their leadership. They lost their dignity. For example, you see the life of Samson. Samson, because of immorality, the Philistine could pluck out his eyes. He, he allowed a lady to, to seduce him. And because of that, Samson's eyes were plucked out with, with a hot iron. And he died with his enemies. And even check the Bible carefully. Solomon lost his kingdom to, to, to many wives, to many uh, kingdoms. He became even an idol worshiper upon all his wisdom. Because uh, the sin of sexual sin, it corrupts. It, it weakens your conscience. It, it weakens your knowledge. It takes away your strength. It takes away your wisdom. It takes away your glory. The Bible says that, Give not your strength unto women. This is the advice of Solomon's mother to Solomon. So that, Don't give your strength to women. So, child of God, learn how to maintain yourself sexually. By God's grace, I've kept myself up to this age. And by God's grace, I've written, I've written over 70 books. By the help of God, through the grace of God, through God's knowledge, and by the work of sexual purity, you see that sex is an energy that if you don't learn how to channel that energy to do something greater for God, you become a tool in the hands of the enemy. And you can become even a, a prisoner. And there are people who are in prison, they are in bondages, they cannot come out, they are in spiritual prison, they are in darkness, because the sin of our fornication... The sin of uh, adultery is holding their glory. And they are being controlled by all kind of lustful spirit, all kind of marine powers, all kind of curses, all kind of limitations, bondages, calamities following them because they have not learned to control themselves uh, sexually. So when you get my books like that, I've gone into details on how to, 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 to learn to live in sexual purity. So learn from at least Solomon, he lost his kingdom. He became an idol worshiper, and uh, he was defiled. Samson too. He 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 was destroyed by his enemies. But we thank God there was a man called Joseph, who was able to restrain. He said, "How can I do this great wickedness against God? It's a great wickedness." You might think. Excuse me. You might think you are just doing whatever you are doing, or whatever you call it. And nobody sees you, you are a man, you are this, you are that. You see, I pray God opens your eyes to see what goes on in the realms of the spirit about this sexual sin. There are people who are carrying curses, people who are carrying all kind of bondages following them, and you don't know who you are going to sleep with, the ungodly soul, all this thing. Child of God, learn to maintain yourself sexually through 
the word of God, through the Holy Ghost, relationship with the Holy Ghost, the Bible, your friendship, the song you listen to, the videos you watch, the books you read, all these things are channels. If you can guard your eye gate, if you can guard your, your, your ear gate, your eye gate, your ear gate, and then the, the Holy Bible, the friends, the community, the videos, all these things can help you connect to become stronger in the Lord. So, learn to maintain yourself because they are strange women. The Bible talks about strange women in the book of Proverbs, uh, chapter 7. There's a strange woman who his, his path is the way of death. And people who sleep with her, they can't come back alive. And there are people who are in their early grave. They are in their early grave because they engage in sexual sin. As we saw in the Bible, the Samson died prematurely. I getting me, and this halos, this womanizes, this prostitutes. They use charms. They use all kind of uh, incantation. Any kind of juju. They drink all kind of blood. They 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 manipulate. They they conjure. All these things are very dangerous. So I'm far brave when and quite abortion today, a man for union single, and then on a hassle channel. I'm say na sika or benyanti na or boy jamaisa. I day, I day. It's not good. You have to learn how to maintain your sexual life and then allow the word of God to lead you. you become free in your mind, free in your soul. You do whatever you want to do. You are empowered by the Holy Ghost. You do good again for God. So, child of God. Joseph said, how can I do this great wickedness against God? This great, the word is what? Great. And then, we, so we have different kinds of wickedness. We have smaller wickedness and we have greater wickedness. So the sin of adultery is a great wickedness. You destroy the temple of the Holy Ghost. You defile the temple of the Holy Ghost. When you do that, you, you bring a kind of shame. You, knew, you know all these things. Today, there are many diseases, all kind of um, HPV, ACE, HIV, gonorrhea, syphilis, chlamydia, all these things are out there. Premature pregnancy, uh, people do abortion, they die in abortion, and all kind of diseases connected to all kind of immorality. So, child of God, if we think about the danger, the spiritual danger, the physical danger, the psychological trauma, the shame, the trauma, the, the, the pointing hands, the, the the loss of your leadership, the loss of your kinship. People are in the ministry. They've lost their ministry because they couldn't control themselves sexually because they, 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 they have lost their ministry. They have lost their their business. They have lost their, their work. They have lost their family. Some families are, are, are broken up. Some families have become uh, a disaster. Uh, some friendships have been broken. They point hands on you. The shame you cannot endure all these things you see the holy ghost gave revelation about this thing so child of god uh, the masturbation you masturbate you open the door for demons to just be controlling you last for spirit they'll be putting you bondage in chains child of god learn how to, to protect yourself learn how to, to guide your eyes learn how to guide your 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 gate mm? your spiritual channels there's a gate to the eye you see we have about seven gates to the spirit of man. If you get my book, How to Walk and Live in the Spirit, I've written the details, the gates to the human soul, to the human body. How can 
a demon enter somebody how can demons legions enter people how can the holy ghost enter us they have channels they have loopholes they have gates they used to enter human beings and these things that you do these private things when you engage a lady the blood that comes out there the blood you see from the hymen there it's a covenant i getting me uh, it's a kind of covenant that you made with her so that is why the bible says that a man therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and they shall cleave as one and they shall be one our flesh so that they cleaving together makes them one makes them connected make them united so child of god learn how to maintain if you maintain yourself sexually in your mind in your soul a half time for the word of god you have free thought you have free conscience you are free in your in your life it, it, it sets you free from all kind of dangers all kind of calamities the angels of god will come around you in psalm 34 verse 7 Psalm 34 verse 7, the Bible says that the Lord encamped his angels around them that fears him and he delivers them. So the Lord will encamp his angels around you if you live in holiness, if you live in righteousness, if you love the word of God, if you follow the steps of Christ, if you walk in the full set of Christ. So the Bible says, delight thyself in the word and God will give you, God will grant you your heart desire so child of god there is power and there is authority inside the living world so i believe that this short word has helped you this powerfully as time goes on i'm going to share more revelation with you this is your pastor and your prophet do you do henry Akran. i encourage you to check on my blog www.rockofheaven.com r-o-c-k-o-f-h-e-a-v-e-n.com R-O-C-K-O-F-H-E-A-V-E-N.com, rockofheaven.com, and get my free books, over 50 books and over 500 articles for free, and check on Amazon as well to download the books as well. If you are not born again, you want to give your life to Christ Jesus, it's never too late. Wherever you are hearing me, lift up your right hand and pray this prayer right after me. Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Christ Jesus, I repent of all my sins. And I confess Christ Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Say, Holy Spirit, come into my heart, grant me grace, and grant me strength in this end time. In Jesus Christ's name, amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. You are saved. You are, you are, you are renewed by the blood of Jesus. You are covered by the blood of Jesus. I pray for you. Touch your forehead. Touch your forehead with your right hand. I pray for you. May the blood of Jesus Christ deliver you. Every ungodly soul tower, they are broken right now. I disconnect every every ungodly soul tower. Every chains are being broken in the name of Jesus. Let the hands of the Holy Ghost come upon your life. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost burn every chain, every demonic hindrance, every demonic prison. Come out from that place right now. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says in Romans 10 verse 13, that for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved and delivered. I call upon the name of the Lord. You are delivered right now in the name of Jesus Christ. May the hands of the Lord come upon your life right now in Jesus Christ's name. 
May God grant you the grace of holiness, the grace of purity, the grace of sanctification, the grace of power to live in this end time and receive the mantle of strength in the name of Jesus. May God help you and may the blood of Jesus Christ speak for your mercy in Jesus Christ's name. Shout a big amen. This is your pastor and your prophet, Diodu Henry Apiakran. As time goes on, I will share more revelational teachings with you. If you have not shared this message, share this teaching with your loved ones on all social media handles, on your blog, wherever, share the teachings so that others can also receive more revelation. Uh, have time with the word of God and then pray on your own. Pray more in tongues, pray in the spirit. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 26 that likewise the spirit he helps our infirmities for we don't know how we ought to pray but the spirit himself he maketh intercession for us according um, uh, so when you pray in the spirit when you pray in time child of god you are building yourself up in the lord in first corinthians 14 verse 4 it says that um, he that speaketh in an unknown tongues he edifies himself in the book of uh, jude and and he says that uh building your faith mm, in the most holy faith by praying more in tongues. So, child of God, uh, in your chambers, wherever you are living, learn to pray more in tongues. Learn to pray more in the spirit. Pray more. Pray more in tongues. Just pray in tongues. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. As you are doing that, you are taking authority in the name of Jesus. If you are not baptized in the Holy Ghost, receive the the, the baptism of the Holy Ghost right now in Jesus Christ. And now begin to pray in tongues right now. Rako shete, remo kaba, lamo sikade, lamo harata, levre kasu pali, reshamba. Just pray the Holy Ghost right now. Receive the touch of the Holy Ghost. Receive the baptism now, now, now in Jesus Christ's name. You are blessed. You are connected. Once again, this is your pastor and your prophet. You do Henry Apiakran. You are blessed in Jesus' name.